0: Com. Hello and thank you for being a listener. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to let you know about a special offer being given to the new warehouse listener. That's you. Mobile Robot Guide is offering 10% off just for you when you purchase the Warehouse Solutions Buyer's Guide. Just use promo code warehousepod10 at mobilerobotguide.com. That's warehousepod10. This is your comprehensive guide for all things autonomous mobile robots. That's Warehouse Pod 10. And for more info, go to thenewwarehouse.com.
1: The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin.
0: Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast, bringing you a new episode today. On today's episode, we are going to talk about something that's very important within the warehouse, um, and that is the network and network optimization um, so you may be familiar with this. You may have frustrations with this in your warehouse as well. Um, so we're going to talk to Roger Sands, who is the CEO of YBOT. He's going to tell us all about YBOT, what it is they do in terms of network optimization, and we're going to get into kind of setting up a proper network in a warehouse, in a facility, and also how to kind of make sure that it, that network stays optimized throughout, uh, throughout its life. Uh, so Roger, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: Yeah, good morning. you doing well today. Thank you. It's uh, great to be part of the show and one of the key verticals that we uh, focus on here at uh, at YBOT.
0: Definitely, yeah. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. Um, it's definitely a topic that we have not discussed here before, um, but it is a topic that I think is incredibly important. I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there, myself included, has dealt with frustrations of uh, maybe a not-so-optimal network in a warehouse. Um, so, why don't you tell us, I guess, start off. tell us a little bit about YBOT and what it is that YBOT
1: does. Yeah, absolutely, and I think what's important is the brief history on how it got started because that'll tie into the uh, you know the decision value prop of YBOT. Um, I've been in the networking sector for over 25 years, mm. and I work for a wireless startup company, Colubris Networks, here in the Boston area. I was an executive there, co-CEO, um, and we sold that business to HP. And HP, I ran their worldwide Wi-Fi business for seven years, working with warehouses, etc., across the globe. And it was during that journey where we realized uh, the pain point, the challenge that we have with the new automated warehouses. And the dynamic nature that's very important of these environments, right? The inventory that's constantly changing, the mobile environment that we're dealing with now in terms of whether it's automated robots, um, you know, barcode scanners, constantly moving inventory, etc., and users, makes for a challenging environment, as we all know. And so it's that is what drove Ybot. I realized at HP that we needed to have an automated system. Um we it no longer can be done manually because it's constantly changing. Right? If you just look at seasonality of, of inventory, whether that's monthly, annually or during certain seasons, etc. Mm -hmm. All that needs to be taken into account. So at Wibot, we built an innovative Wi-Fi automation platform. Right? And the whole premise here is to monitor, analyze, and optimize mobile enterprise environments for warehouses and other verticals in this sector.
0: Mm, Very interesting. Yeah, I love how you kind of looking at uh, how automation is happening in different sectors and so you decided to automate yourself. So, Definitely, really interesting, and I think it's it's like you said the changing, constant, um, dynamic nature of this environment is you know you need to be able to adapt to that and adapt quickly. Um, so it's good that it's automated. Um, so like we we're yeah, and Kevin, I think if you look
1: at if you look at what's happening in the warehouse space in terms of you know a lot of the organizations are looking to automate the processes, mm-hmm. right? In terms of building higher efficient warehouses and and, you know, reducing challenges that happen in the manufacturing process and the warehousing process, et cetera. At the same time, we're doing the same thing on the networking side, right? It's, it's migrating to a mobile environment. Uh, Wi-Fi connectivity is business mission critical. And so while these organizations are looking to automate, you know, the whole warehouse processes, workflow, operations, etc. Mm-hmm. we're doing the same thing on the networking side, right? So it goes hand in hand with what's happening in the business as a whole.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great because it, it, you know, it's just the technology kind of keeping up with each other instead of like some of the technology making leaps and bounds and then nobody touching the other technology and it just kind of stays where it is and eventually it becomes an issue. So, so it's good that you guys are, are keeping up. So, I'm curious, you know, as as we talk about this automation and also warehouses getting bigger or technology increasing um, and different things happening, what, what as we look at a network, you know, what what exactly is maybe for people that are listening that are not in the IT side or anything like that, what an optimized network? What what is the actual definition of that? What what does it mean to have a fully optimized network?
1: Yeah, it's the ability in uh, in a Wi-Fi environment. Mm-hmm. To be operating at fullest capacity, right? Um, If you look at a wired infrastructure, which is where a lot of the industry has come from, it's very predictable, it's controlled, point to point technology. As we move to a mobile environment, you know, Wi Fi, it's dynamic, it's constantly changing. And the good news for the listeners is I think everyone can resonate with this because people use Wi-Fi connectivity in their homes, in the consumer space, Mm -hmm. right, on the go when you're traveling. Um, Cell phones, too, in terms of the cellular market. And you'll notice how you get different end-user experiences based on location, based on applications that you're running, based on mobility and movement, right? Those concepts are the same thing that's playing out in warehouses 24 by 7. You have constant movement right? You have different applications. And so it's those aspects that when we say how to optimize and maintain an optimized network environment for warehouses, it's constantly monitoring this dynamic nature, which previously was not there. And now we have to monitor it and make adjustments, right? That's the key thing is as the network is changing based on usage, based on movement, based on applications and services, number of devices that are coming into the warehouse in terms of sensors, right? IoT devices, I I mentioned robots. Mm. All these devices are coming in, again to automate the operational side of it, but they're changing and making it more dynamic, including personal devices. We can't underestimate end users, right? Coming in with smart watches and devices like that, which also, whether they're connected to the network or not, they're actually creating a dynamic and challenging environment. So maintaining an automated network and an optimized network is all about monitoring these changes constantly and then making the necessary adjustments to the network to support it so you get the optimal performance. Got it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that you said something really key there is not only just ensuring that it's, it's optimized from the beginning, but then you mentioned maintaining it as well as you add these additional things. So, so talk, talk to us about, I guess, talk to us through the process of ensuring that the network is stable and optimized before you start really running an operation, whether it's you're going into an existing building or you're going into a new building and you're setting up your operation, your personal operation the company um, for the first time. Talk to us about how that works and how do we get to that point. But then talk to us about how the maintenance of that continues. Like as you said, as you're adding different things and th- different things are coming into the environment, you need to make changes. How, how do we maintain that? And how do we continue to ensure that we are optimized?
1: We'll be back after a quick break.
0: Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and
1: subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, no, great question, Kevin. And it's a two, two-part two answer there, as you mentioned. There's the first component, right, which you, you referenced, which is setting up a new warehouse setting up a new facility, um, moving, expanding, et cetera, into a new location. In that situation, um, you need to do a couple of things. One, on the Wi-Fi side, again, most of these are moving to a mobile environment of some aspect, even if the entire ecosystem is not running over a mobile Wi-Fi environment, but it's heading in that direction or is. So in that situation, a site survey where you analyze what the dynamic nature of the Wi-Fi signals look like. So that involves the size of the facility, the building construction, and so those are called site surveys. You go in, you do a site survey to get a sufficient map of what the mobile environment, the Wi-Fi environment's going to look like. So that's step one. Once you then set up the foundation for your network, both wired and Wi-Fi, Now you want to do synthetic network testing, right? Synthetic network testing. This is performing benchmarking on the environment, both wired and wireless, internally and to the Internet, right, based on the services that are going on. And those tests are going to give you that benchmark to validate that you've set up the performance metrics and the network quality so that it's ready to support your needs. So that's the first key thing of setting up an environment. On the Wi-Fi side, doing a full comprehensive site survey, and then on the networking side, both sides, doing these network testing and benchmarking to validate that the performance and quality of the network applications that are running, you can test all those ahead of time that they're optimized for that environment. Step two, as you mentioned, is the what we call the operational piece. Okay, now you have a well-designed network, wired and wireless, and it's been tested and validated. It's ready to support your business requirements. But as I mentioned, especially in warehousing, as your audience knows, it's constantly changing, right? And that's where now we need to have a system that monitors the environment 24 by 7, right? So you need to monitor the performance both wired and wireless, again, with what we call synthetic testing, where you're doing benchmarking on a periodic basis. It could be hourly, daily, weekly, right? So you have your benchmarking when you deployed your entire ecosystem, and now you want to continually do that benchmarking and monitor historical information to ensure that the performance is staying consistent right, any drop in performance, you want to take action, you get proactively notified. So one is maintaining that benchmarking, and two is monitoring the interoperability and the quality of the end user experience. Now the end user experience can be staff members and users. It can also be the experience of mobile devices like robots, etc. And so monitoring the quality of the link And the performance and the usage of all those devices in a warehouse, 24 by 7, is critically important. If users are getting drops, right? If there's roaming issues with your automated equipment, all that information needs to be tracked, monitored, problems identified with solutions. So that's the operational piece. It's two key components. One is the constant benchmarking to be notified if anything starts to drop immediately so you're proactive and you can take action before it disrupts your operation. And the second is monitoring the end user experience, whether it's automated equipment, machines, or users, again, to maintain the health of what's going on and identify if anything is not meeting your expectations. Kevin, does that make sense on those two aspects?
0: Um, Yeah, it definitely makes sense. I think that... You know, you have really good points there. Um, but I'm curious, actually, as you're talking about because YBOT, as we talked about in the beginning, is is automating this process of monitoring, essentially, right? So, so what what is the alternative if it's not automated? How how does it actually work in terms of does it get monitored like this without automation, or is it just something maybe that's not happening as often as it should?
1: Yeah, what's typically happening today? is um, what we call a manual process, right? right? So there's some network management tools on the market that'll monitor some of the operational from an IT perspective on just the configuration and the operation of the networking equipment. Mm. But in terms of monitoring the end user experience and the overall aggregate performance of these dynamic natures, that's a challenging area. And so today, A lot of it is manual. When there's Wi-Fi connectivity issues, uh, Wi-Fi roaming issues, right interoperability, drops in equipment, this tends to be highly manual. And what that means is, is you know, IT organizations and support staff that'll go on site and they'll manually investigate what's causing those issues. So it's highly time consuming. It can require Site visits If you don't have the experts on site at that particular location, right. and it's, as I mentioned, extremely costly because you have to be at the location when the event occurs. And most of these now are intermittent, right? They're very intermittent. They can occur certain times of the day, week or month, mm-hmm. again, based on inventory, based on the dynamic nature of the movement of the devices. So it's highly manual. Time-consuming, costly, and of course, any downtime with any equipment, as your audience knows, is completely disruptive, both from a business impact as well as potentially revenue. And so we want to mitigate that. So what we've done when we talk about Wi-Fi automation, we've automated that process where we have IoT sensors, Mm -hmm. IoT sensors that are on-prem, sitting in the warehouse, doing that manual monitoring. An analysis, 24 by 7, right? So we monitor for you. We analyze it in real time and then send proactive notifications when we identify performance issues, interoperability issues that that could impact the network proactively with actionable items. And that's what's important about automation is we're going to send actionable items to address those issues when they come up.
0: Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely a huge contrast and I can talk from personal experience that, you know, not having IT on site and it becomes this whole thing to try and as a warehouse manager to try and describe, okay, we're getting drops in these areas. I mean, I've been out walking in the warehouse with a map of the network and making X's on paper and then passing it back to IT and trying to, trying to figure out this, which I really have no knowledge in. So I'm kind of like trying to describe it, and then, you know, when you talk about drops, I mean, that's a huge, huge thing in the warehouse, I think, because, you know, you have these drops, and, you know, ultimately people and workers will will tell you about them initially, but then if you're not able to resolve them or anything, you know, they just kind of get used to them, and they work around them, and they don't really necessarily continue the communication of, you know, I'm, I'm still getting a drop over here. I'm getting a drop here. Um, and it kind of becomes just like the norm to them. They just learn how to work with it because they don't want to keep stopping their work. So, um, you know, being able to monitor that remotely and 24 seven, like you said, I think is, is a huge thing. And being able to make those, those tweaks and make those things happen, I think is a huge, huge step, um, in the right direction. Um, so,
1: Kevin, okay. yeah, we, were, we were working with a uh, warehouse company just recently mm-hmm. where exactly what you just said um, came up, right? There was a team there, and they were having performance issues with their handheld scanners, right? And it was having drops and unreliable connectivity, etc. So what was intended to be an automated process, right, with the scanners, it's all automated. Mm-hmm. They moved back to a manual paper trail, mm-hmm. okay? And as you can imagine, I mean, that's the way they used to do it but they got so frustrated and the problem persisted, right, continuously on and off, of course, uh, for extended period of time that they just finally stopped that automated process. So as you can wow. see now, that that team, that organization, is exactly what you said, they're not, you know, now they don't have an automated process all manual, and you can imagine the challenges associated with that. So yeah. being on top of it and identifying those problems proactively is what YBOT is all about. I used to send, when I was at HP, you know, a number of my top Wi-Fi engineers out to sites like this, warehousing, manufacturing, to identify and solve these complex problems. And these are some of the best Wi-Fi engineers in the country. And they would spend, as you mentioned, days and weeks in these warehouses waiting for those intermittent problems to occur. And that's when we realized, you know, this is not scalable. There's too much going on in this space. And especially, of course, unfortunately, with COVID, now traveling to locations has become even more challenging. So having a remote solution that does all this automatically is uh, really helping out our warehouse customers. Yeah, definitely.
0: I think it's um, it's a little crazy, and you know the fact that you said the company actually moved back to utilizing paper from the automated process kind of makes me just cringe a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, right? Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. But I think that, you know, it's, it's such an important thing. And I think that a lot of times it gets kind of overlooked in a sense, like I was talking about before, it becomes like the, becomes like the norm. It's like, Oh, I know that in uh, you know, aisle 16 or whatever, I know that there's a drop like in the middle and I know that I'm going to go to aisle 16 and pick what I have. But if I cross this certain point, it's going to drop and then I have to just sit there and wait for it to reconnect for a little bit. So um, I think the fact that you guys are automating that process and making it more optimized and better is, is a huge thing because I've been in situations too where I try to resolve these drop issues and it just seems to get to a certain point where it's like, well, that's you know, that's the best that we're going to be able to get it. Um, and I don't necessarily think that's the the right answer. Um, but it sounds like Ybot is kind of tackling that as well to ensure that it's it's continuously evolving and keeping up with, um, the warehouse and the different phases of the warehouse and all the things that are being added and changed, um, throughout time. Uh, I'm curious, actually, when we talk about, you know, adding and changing with networks, is there, do you see that I guess networks in general is when you start to add things into a facility, aside from like, um, You know, we talked about like automation and robots and different mobile devices and things of that nature. What about in terms of like actual um, structure, like in terms of racking uh, and things of that nature? Does that hurt the optimization? Is that something like, so if we have people in facilities or working in warehouses now and they're looking at maybe readjusting their racking setup or adding racking Is the network something that they should take into account? Will the racking have an effect on the signals?
1: Yes, absolutely. Um, That's a very, very challenging situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And another reason for an automated system that can monitor the impact in real time of those physical layout changes. So, you know, when you think of Wi Fi, you're talking about transmitting information through the air. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. the foundation of it. And when you start putting especially metal racks or what's interesting, Kevin is even the devices that are the inventory that's on the racks, right. Has an impact on the signal. So, you know, if one month you've got a rack of, um, you know, devices that have a lot of metal in them for whatever it may be versus other times it's, you know, paper. That's just that change of content of the material on the racks has an impact. So yes, what we call building construction, which includes racks, uh, the size of the racks, the material, the inventory type that's coming and going, the amount of inventory, which obviously swings typically in a lot of warehouses based off of seasonality and et cetera. Um, so those all all have an impact or can have an impact on the performance of the network. And to keep track of those, again, in real time and monitor why a signal is being dropped in aisle three or this corner of the building or when I go around this rack, that's where the Wi-Fi automation is so important.
0: Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really, um, really a good point there because I think some people don't, don't think about that. And, you know, kind of along those same lines, I wanted to ask you, you know, what, when networks are being set up within the warehouse, right. Or expanded upon or something of that nature, what what do you think is one thing that's maybe most commonly, I guess, in your in your experience in this? Uh, you said like 30 ex- years of experience, right? So what is one thing that is most commonly not thought about when setting up a ne- network but should be? And I think that's along the lines of a lot of times you see where maybe the IT staff doesn't have as much warehouse experience and then the warehouse side doesn't understand the IT side. Um, so maybe sometimes there's like a disconnect in between of what something actually means on the warehouse side or what something actually means on the IT side. So what, what do you think is one thing that is probably most commonly not thought about when we go for a network setup?
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm going to give you two and I know you asked for one, um, but they're both, uh, very important and, and related. Uh, so I want to touch on them. Mm. The first one is the synthetic network test I talked about. This is the ability from a to have a remote client, remote client that IT controls. So they don't need to be physically at that location. And it can test the performance of wired or Wi-Fi. Right? So think about this. I've got a warehouse in this particular location, and at any point in time I can have these tests running, and they'll give you the constant Benchmarking, right? I used that term earlier, so you can see what the health is of the environment. And these run twenty-four by seven. Again, every half hour, every hour, every day. Mm -hmm. And so an IT manager can look at the historical information. Think about this from a client viewpoint, not a AP switch infrastructure point of view, but a end user perspective and see what the performance has been over the past day, week, month, etc. And so having those Client, what we call synthetic testing, is is very, very important. And a lot of locations don't have that automated. It's, again, a manual process where, like you said, somebody will go there, set up with a laptop, run a test, get the benchmark. That's a one-time event. A day, a week, a month later, everything has changed. And if you're not running those benchmarking continuously, you're not going to see those changes. The second item is specific around RF and Wi-Fi, right, the transmission through the airways that you touched on, and being able to, from a client perspective, see what that RF coverage looks like, right, the radio frequency coverage, the Wi-Fi coverage. As we mentioned already, that's continually changing based on personal devices, based on the construction, the racks. And so being able to monitor that coverage, power, and just coverage, looking for holes, in the in the Wi-Fi network for roaming devices, where they drop signal, that's extremely important. And those coverages are going to change based on what we talked about earlier.
0: Got it. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think those are really good points because, like I said, you know, I think there's um, some disconnect sometimes because you know, IT professionals not necessarily have warehouse experience, and warehouse uh, professionals don't necessarily have IT experience. So. Um, so it's good to try and get on the same page there and also, you know, be sure that the warehouse is understanding what IT is trying to do as well. Um, because I think that, like we talked about throughout this whole conversation, you know, there's a kind of a, uh, I guess maybe I'm speaking from the warehouse side, but you know, there gets a frustration at some points when, when like the company you mentioned, you can't resolve issue, You just get frustrated because the operation has to go, like the orders have to get out the door um, and you kind of take a step backwards instead of, you know, trying to really resolve it um, collaboratively. So so really, really interesting points in what you guys are doing at Wybot, I think is is really interesting and, and definitely need it. Um, you know, like we said, as as things throughout the warehouse get automated, there's no reason why the technology and the IT side of things shouldn't get automated as well. Um, so really, really um, clever and great idea. Um, so Roger, how can people find out more information about YBOT?
1: Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Uh, just on our on website, we have lots of information mm-hmm. um, pertaining to the company at www.ybot, which is W-Y-E-B-O-T, com. Um, and on there, uh, there's actually links for uh, a live demo, meaning you can set up to see a demo of the solution, or also even better, we offer free trials, no obligation. Mm. We will ship out an IoT sensor for the IT managers to. It's all plug and play, which is awesome. So you just plug the IoT sensor into a challenging area that you mentioned where you're constantly having intermittent connectivity issues in the warehouse, Mm. and you'll have full access into the monitoring the analysis, and the actionable items to solve the problem that you're having in your facility. So that's the most efficient way is to set up a trial, which is right on the website. And the good news is we're vendor agnostic, so we work in any environment. We're standards compliant, so it doesn't matter what Wi-Fi solution you have deployed, what network you have deployed in your, you know, what vendor you have, it'll just plug in and it'll start monitoring and analyzing your environment.
0: Okay, great, and we'll definitely put um, that information on the newwarehouse dot com as well. Uh, I'm curious before Thanks. before we wrap up here, YBOT, What what is where does the name come from?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. My co founder um, Anil um, mm-hmm. came up with it. He's a CTO. and uh, you know, W stands for wireless. Okay. Uh, the EY stands for your eye. Right. We're monitoring the wireless. So uh, I and then part, part is automation, which your warehouse team will recognize because right. a lot of them have moved or are moving to an automated environment. So we're watching your wireless for you and we're automating uh, the solutions with actionable items.
0: Ah, uh, Got it. OK, very cool. Very uh, clever as well. Um, so we will definitely put more information about Wybot on thenewwarehouse.com dot com and where you can get that uh, free trial as well. Uh, so Roger, thank you very much for coming on the show today.
1: Excellent, Kevin. I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, look forward to uh, helping out uh, your your clients. And if they just need more information, they can reach out to us at any time. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton.